Welcome to Big Storm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Sell. I am Ben Slinger, and with me as always... <laughs> That's right, Ben just fucked up his own name. Forever Scott. Oh, now I've got to keep it in. <laughs> of course. <sighs> this is because we started late and I'm on my second drink. <laughs> I'm not drinking at all at the moment because I'm actually still sick from You've last Friday sicky, night. sicky, sick, sick. Um, and it's not, it's, it's not your imagination, even though it does look like the podcast was came out on the monday it didn't actually the last one only got edited today as we're recording yes the thursday the thursday that's okay it still counts and we We went back in time and and made it appear on the monday so if you thought it hadn't that's just uh uh, an effect of the uh, time ripple that has not quite permeated it hasn't quite healed because i haven't taken all my medication yet yeah that's it the for the time space um, yeah, that's, that's what's causing that all created. my gut issues right now. Mm. Yeah, that's actually it. It's uh, you, you, it's it's a self fulfilling prophecy. You see, you uh, were sick, mm-hmm. so you were late. Went back in time to put the episode up, and inadvertently caused that sickness that uh, yeah. caused it to be late in the first place. So Wrong. you created a paradox, and uh, now the time space continuum is collapsing in on itself. Mm. Why am I still in pain? Oh, well, again, those those time ripples. Um, Fair yeah. enough. So, this may be our last episode before the entire universe implodes. Uh, Sorry for that. But it was worth it to make it look like the episode came out three days earlier than it actually did. Yeah. Uh, but now we're doing this week's episode, and we're going to play some click pitch, I think. Yeah. So, this is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us, and on the count of three to one click, we're each going to get a word, throw it at each other, make a game design out of it. And uh, just riff on it and see how far we go. Yeah. So, Trevor, are you ready? Yes, I am. Three, two, one, click. In action. Orthodontist. Now, <laughs> I saw this word come up and I was like, hmm. For those who are long-time listeners, you know that dentists have been our major villain. Yes, they really are. But orthodontists, they kind of Now, where does an people. orthodontist fit into They that help people, and I don't structure. think they drill holes in teeth for the fun of it. I think they, they drill holes no, in teeth to help people. But they do, so. they do like, put metal bands on teeth Ooh, in yeah. painful configurations yes. that cause people pain for months on end. So, yes. it may even be worse. Uh, is this the ma- also not just the masterminds with dentists being the henchmen? Oh, I think I think you might I think you might like be a level right up there. And the reason the why they're so rampant is because of all the inaction of the people throughout the world. So it's now about you know uh, no longer being silent on mm. on these aspects and calling out injustice when you see people with crooked teeth and yeah yeah. Okay, so, so are you so, sorry? Are you saying that these orthodontists are now evil? Yeah, they're they're evil. They're evil, so they're e- and it's the- it's more a call. To, it's called to the public to stop being inactive and mm. in, in calling out the the absolute horror that is um, orthodontistry, orthodontistry, and dentistry in general, mm. mm-hmm. and the fact that there's been so much inaction. Teeth want to be free. Yeah. They can they can move around. Let them grow how they want. If they want to migrate across your mouth and give you a messed up smile, who are you to say that that's not 
the will of the teeth. Or do we make this kind of like? Are you a tooth? No. <laughs> what, I, what I was what I was actually imprisoned by the kind of like dungeon keeper in which you you play a bad Ooh, guy okay. doing a dungeon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You play an orthodontist mm. who's rising up against Invisalign because mm. it's taking your jobs. It's taking it's taking your job. You know the fact the fact that Invisalign is you know shaping teeth without braces and pain and gear and yeah yeah mm. i think that that there has like one of those things of you know you're a sadist and you 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 want to be able to <laughs> you want to how am i supposed to inflict pain upon teenagers exactly if there's this other option here yeah okay and so especially cuz billy eilish you know she's <laughs> She's you she know, like one, the spokesperson for she's Invisalign. She's not a spokesperson, but she, just some of her songs. She's like, "Here, hold my Invisalign," sort of thing. Oh, and really? Then she sings, you know, it's just <laughs> absolutely this disgusting. Was <laughs> <laughs> I thought Invisalign was just like braces. Is it a? Is it a like more like a retainer thing? Yeah, it's 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 literally oh. um, clear plastic retainer that just go okay. go in and it helps you know move the teeth around and shit. Mm, mm, okay. So, this is almost, uh, this is a bad person, but they're up against the worst, the w- someone who is worse, which is the corporation the of, yeah. yeah, the capitalist corporation of Invisalign. Yeah. You know, fighting back against Big Tooth, uh, well, I guess it's, is it Big Teeth is the, is the industry or is that the opposite of the industry? I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I, I think- you know, Big Candy is actually, they're the ones who, who really want this. They want it mm. cheap and nasty so that people people have more money to spend on candy. And that's where, um, you know, it all comes down to Big Candy. Is, oh, so Big Candy is actually funding Invisalign. Well, whatever whatever this universe's version of Invisalign, you know. Yeah, we don't have to use the actual brand because yeah. we also don't want to be sued. Like... <laughs> Well, I mean, I feel like we're doing a, an ad for them because we're saying how cheap and good they are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> uh, trans- Transpera line. <laughs> no Trans- Transpera straight. <laughs> straight and clear. There you go. There, straight and clear. There we go. Uh, so- with the N, like N, just the N with yeah. the apostrophes. Yeah, yeah. Straight and clear. Straight and clear. Straight and clear. Yeah. Okay. So, this orthodontist is fighting against straight and clear because he wants to continue Inflict inflicting pain, pain yeah. but yeah. also expose that big candy is actually funding straight and clear instead, of, instead of the dentistry that they used to. Um, right. Oh, no. In fact, I, I think big candy- is, it that, is, the, is the goal that people- Kids will eat more. I guess there was more. There was They'll sort of a symbiotic in, relationship yeah. before where they'd eat more candy, had, they'd thus have to go to the dentist, but then the dentist will like fix their teeth and make them feel good about it. And they're like, oh, well, I, saw, I can eat candy because my teeth are good yeah. now. But now that they can get straight teeth a lot easier, they can, they can, you know, handle, mm. you know, the chewier taffies and all this sort of mm. stuff that they mm. couldn't before. So it's just well, and I think, sugar. I think they've been putting out propaganda about 
the fact that cavities don't exist as well. Oh, yeah. Because cavities aren't the issue anymore. It's just as long as you've got- Straight teeth. Straight teeth. Then there's no gap. Ca- there's no ca- gaps for the cavities to- Like, for anything to bad to happen. Yeah. Um, yep. Cavities are just the liberal media creating- uh, Cavi- you know, Cavities are created woke. by braces. Like, you put braces on and yeah. it's just- It damages the natural teeth lining and, you know- yeah, and dentists with their drills, like, aren't they creating cavities when they yeah, drill? Exactly. That's how do you actually know there's a cavity there? You just have to trust them. Yeah, and that pain, it's only because it's not straight, and you haven't eaten enough candy. Yeah, that, you that pain eaten enough candy. That's it. The candy is there to reveal the gaps that can then be closed by the Invisalign. Exactly. No, no, straight and clear. <laughs> straight and clear. <laughs> <laughs> get, Damn straight and clear. <laughs> get it straight and clear that it's straight and clear okay so is this game played out from your orthodontist office though like is this sort of a you're like doing underhanded things and trying your own propaganda campaign to get like with your customers and stuff yeah because I, I think because orthodontistry is literally about straightening teeth mm-hmm. i think they've the majority of the clinics out, out there have basically tipped to big candy and are now actually selling and and installing yeah. straight and clears. Yeah. And you know, making quite a bit of money out of it, but you but for what for like, what purpose? For at what, what cost? Purpose? At what cost to the general you know, the the, the purpose behind orthodontistry which is to inflict pain yeah. upon children. So I think in between, you know, the occasional patient that you've got to, you know, measure and and um, do stuff for the Invisalign uh, installation, mm-hmm. you then go into gameplay, which is very similar to like I don't know, an Orwell or a Hacknet, where you're you're mm-hmm. actually hacking into um, yeah, you're going onto the, the orthodontist forums and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think. You got two mini games basically happening, or two games that that go hand in hand really quite mm-hmm. well. You know, teeth straightening and yep. hacking. Yeah, they're yep. just sometimes hacking at teeth. Yep. Sometimes, sometimes hacking, straightening, hacking a server. A server, yes. Sometimes you've got to get root access, and sometimes you <laughs> get access to you've a root get and pull <laughs> <laughs> <a> them out. <laughs> <laughs> The game's definitely called Root Access. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. 100%. Root yeah. Access. <laughs> Love it. The fact that it goes both ways and I fell into that, I am actually- <laughs> Yes, quite- that was that was a good pun. All right. I think, uh, I think that on that, I think we three, two, and click. Yeah. Rivet. Putter. Butter? B? Putter. Oh, butter with P. Uh, golf. 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 Golf putter. Mm. Okay. Okay. Rivet and putter. That makes me think of almost like a like a steampunk-ish golf game then. Oh, yeah. Where you're putting together the- like, You're like riveting together the course, maybe. Yeah. Oh, not just- I'm not talking about the course. I'm talking about oh, you're riveting your together your own clubs. Oh, like, okay. Okay. And so, you, fi- you find a new head that you go, oh, this, this is even better. So, you got to, you know- Drill out the old one. I mm, see this is a VR, VR. game where you- <laughs> You're <laughs> both thinking <laughs> the same thing. That physicality of like- Physicality, put yeah. the new head on, rivet back in place. The little rivet thing. There's, <laughs> there's something about that that just 
I don't know. It feels good and being able to play through, you know, <laughs> a steampunkish era. A steampunkish golf game, essentially. Oh, jump, but jumping, I don't think it's... Jumping it's, in a steampunk buggy. Like, I'm just imagining... Yes. You know... <laughs> It's got like a big steam engine on the back, and yeah, but it's still this little buggy thing. Okay, you got to fill up with water every now and again, you know, because <laughs> throw the coal in there. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's great. So I I picture this as as not a golf game. It really it's an adventure game where your tools are golf related for whatever reason. I uh, know. I'm I'm literally seeing this as as literally a golf game, which you oh, no, level, you like- level up your um. You're leveling up your, your golf clubs as you're playing. Maybe like, it starts as a golf game. Maybe it starts as a golf okay. game. And then you get to, like, the 18th hole. It's a bit like Portal, right? You're going and through- And it continues. <laughs> it keeps going- Well- Through the 19th hole. It's like, what? Like, no, I think something happens and, like, you have to drive the buggy off the course. It's like, you're not allowed to do that. But it's like, no, that's what you have to do. And then, have and then you go out into the wider world. But all of the- all of the puzzles and things are still essentially playing golf. Like, you still have to hit things into things. Yes. In VR. In VR. Yeah. Uh, but now it's, like, hitting balls into enemies. Yeah. Or, like, you know, smashing cameras by by golfing things into them or something like that. And more and more upgrades. There, there's, there's something about kind of like that looter-shooter- um, aspect of mm. of your um, you know like your borderlands or something like that where yeah. as you're going through it it's like you'll always get some sort of random upgrade that you know it's yep. slightly better in numbers so you're like you're drilling out your or it's got different change it over yeah like <laughs> elemental effects or whatever like like well borderlands does elemental effects but whatever you want to you know different effects and so it's like oh actually I prefer you know Something that uh, it, you know, sets the ball on fire. Yep. So, um, even though it's got slightly, you know, less swing speed uh, or aerodynamics or something, then uh, yep. I'm, I'm going to switch it. It puts an amazing electric charge on the on the metal yeah. ball because yeah. every, all the ball is metal, of course, because there's oh, no yeah. such thing They're, as plastic. It's all, just like, like, it's all just little chrome spheres. <laughs> so, I'm seeing the co-op version of this. The other person is a caddy. Okay. Well, mainly plays the caddy, but you can also swap roles every now and again. Like, right. So technically, in in the big, you know, big fights, you you can take out, you know, a golf club so does- from from the um from the from the bag as well, and yeah. be fighting that, uh, firing that off, and you know, effectively, you got two people that are there doing doing the work and fighting does, off does against the enemies and stuff. Does playing in co give you an advantage because now you can like keep multiple clubs instead of just having to change your one club or something like that um i i think it it's just it's fun to play golf with a friend and yeah. if if that golf happens to be you know you know <laughs> the, killing killing as many people with as minimal strokes as possible like that's by ricocheting between them <laughs> yeah or you know oh i don't have a good a- angle on this on this enemy right now so you know i've got to, i've got to play a safe safety shot so i get a better angle at killing this person oh this mm-hmm. this evil evil thing i kind of like the idea of things only move while balls in flight oh a bit of super hot sort of thing almost but 
Yeah, specifically around the ball. Yeah, that makes that's good because you don't really want to be trying to line up shots under pressure. No, or at least it just it takes the pressure away from that and makes it more about okay, getting the perfect shot. Or while you're while you're moving as well, there's there's a chance that you can be seen. So if you want to sneak sneak down here and mm. but once you're actually in ready to line up a shot, that's where it goes into you know everything's mm. totally still right now. So you can actually yeah, I can't, I do like the idea that you can actually you know turn off turn off the 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 shot the shot clock as it were mm. and and that just allows everything to go. And as soon as, you, as soon as you want to pause it right where it is, it's like, I want to take this shot now. It's like, you pause it and then you, you line up your shot. You can sort of aim how oh, you I want see. to do. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hit it? Can, does that mean you can pause it in midair and take a second shot? <laughs> and ricochet off that. Ooh. <laughs> the second guess- person can. Oh, okay. There you go. That's where the second person comes in. Yeah. If you set that up properly, you can hit it to them and then they hit it and it doesn't count as an extra shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just, I see this as working quite well in, you know, broken, broken down, sort of very rusted. Rusted. Yeah. Is almost, this, is this almost a, is this a post steampunk world? I feel like that's not done very often where- there was a thriving steampunk society, but this is now the aftermath. This is after the downfall of that society. And so there's just, it's rust punk. Ooh. You're, you're having, you are still salvaging steampunk stuff, but most stuff is just like completely decrepit and, and yeah. non-functioning. Uh, the only thing that sort of remains from the, the, the whole steampunk thing is your steampunk golf cart. And yeah. Well, the- you managed, yeah, you managed to keep that running from, you know the remnants. Yeah, but knowing that you yeah. go, you got to keep the the coal always, you know, topped up. You got to keep the water topped up so that. Yeah, but coal is in strong, you know, strong demand, right? You know, because this is the the downslope of this particular steampunk civilization. Yeah. that's cool. Ooh, I just <laughs> I really want to play this. I like that I, one. Yeah, I really do. It's got good um, vibes. I, I think you do have a number of different clubs, but I think we can simplify it to you got your wood, you got your iron, you've got your, like, sorry, wood, long iron, uh, wedge for the short, shorter sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and then you've got a putter. And it's sort of like they're your sort of four clubs that you're- Yeah, and you upgrade them separately and in various ways. Yeah, and depending on where the ball has landed, depends on how how good the strike is going to be. Like, yeah, you, you get a you get a view on you. Ah, oh, it's on your wristwatch, and it actually shows you what the what the lie of the ball is. Because <laughs> there's just something about that, just being able to look at your watch and go, okay, it's this. You don't have to actually get right down to see it. Yeah, and you can just sort of aim it up, and you know, take take the strike, and you oh, can tell yeah. that Trevor's more of a golfer than I am. <laughs> oh yeah. But just being able to play with, you know, golf in VR, but it's a, it's a, you know. It's an adventure. It's more than just, oh, we made golf, but it's in VR. It's doing something interesting with it. Yeah. It's, yeah that's cool. It's golf ah. plus. <laughs> Three, two, one, click. Firefly. Doer. 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 D-O-E-R. Doer. 
Okay. Doer. Someone who does. Yep. <laughs> Firefly doer. Mm. Is, is this like the sci-fi series Firefly? I mean, you know how much I love Firefly. By Yeah. Yeah. We do love some Firefly, despite the the taints on it from various terrible men, but- and per- people who created it. And- writers, particular actors, yeah, you know. But anyway, it is still it's still a good uh, a good show. Um, yeah, okay. Did they ever do a Firefly game? Yes, there was a Firefly game, but it was kind of a bit they- weird. Was it a single play thing, or did they try to do some fucking MMO RPG or something? I think it was an MMO RPG sort of thing. I know, the, I, know- I know the board game kind of was. Yeah, yeah. The board game was an RPG sort of thing, and then there's, and then I think there's an individual board game. Yeah, I don't remember if they ever did a video game. Uh, it might have been a mobile thing. Oh, they look Firefly Online, but it never came out. Ah, oh, that's why it's vaporware. <laughs> there's a lot of that going around. Uh, officially, never officially cancelled, but have been no updates since March 2016. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so. Okay, so this is set in between Firefly mm. and Serenity. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because you want, you want that key, you know, episodic time when it was still just yeah. not too much of the overarching story stuff and more just about the cool space western stuff. Yeah. Do you... Are you on... Serenity, or are you on a different Firefly class? Ooh, I like being on a different Firefly mm. car- class because then Do you the sort of then you get to just take then you just get to explore the world. You get to explore the world a bit, still smuggling, yeah, because that's what the Fireflies were were known for. Yeah, still you, having to deal with Reapers. Pa- you, still- you definitely cross cross paths with Serenity, and we get some of the voice actors in. Like, definitely Nathan Fillion will come back at the very least. You probably get Jules State. Yep. You know, get Alan Tudyk in. Oh, yeah, wash. <sighs> that's, why we're, that's why we're not doing that's Serenity. We, yeah, pre-Serenity. It's going exactly. to be pre-Serenity, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and just, yeah, I don't know, being able to play in that, in that universe. Mm. So, what type of game do you reckon works well with this? this? Yeah. Like- because you could go the Mass Effective-ish way, but I feel like that's maybe too heavily scripted. Yeah. Um, it feels more like because it's smuggling and trading and stuff that you'd have a bit more storylets and systems-based. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, procedural sort of stuff. Um, and, and, you know, and almost it means immersive sim kind of stuff. It kind of means that, you know, you can do another run. You know, yeah. you can you can yeah. you can start up another ship, and it's just it's another Firefly class doing random yeah. stuff, and no no yeah. two stories are going to be the same sort of thing. Ah, uh, see, this is where the yep the beauty of storylets comes in. You're right enough of them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Your expansion pack can just be a whole bunch of new storylets that just get weaved into the whole uh, the whole game from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So you're flying the ship. Clearly, you can, like, upgrade it in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, you've got certain upgrades that can be prerequisites pre- for particular storylets. Meeting particular people out there, again, procedurally generate other smugglers. 
the government people, the fucking blue those hands, or blue whatever. hand guys. Yeah, yeah. Bring those stories into it. Maybe you maybe you got to go deep into Reaper territory and and mm. you know find out what actually caused this. Yeah, and you know you can have a little bit of a little bit of you know additional additional stories sort of happening on the side. And- mm. Oh, I did just have another thought though, which does move it in a slightly different direction. Although it doesn't have to take away from the story itself. No, no, no. Mm, it's all good. Sea of Thieves esque oh, multiplayer yeah. for your yeah. looting and stuff as well. Yeah, because the Reapers thing made me think of it, and Sea of Thieves literally had Reapers. Reapers but, yeah, but where like going into Reaper territory, you have to prepare for that. Like you've got to make sure. Okay, you're fully stocked up with stocked with- up with. Done the right up. Plenty of me. plenty like, of whatever is, whatever the weapons are because I haven't watched it in a while. I need to. I don't like, know. Yeah, there's definitely a mission though where you have cows on the ship and mm-hmm. <laughs> have to transport them. There's definitely you know you 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 bring in some of the callbacks as as some of the aspects of the story. That's right. Um, I mean, just just the idea of being being thrown through a a digital window <laughs> like that was so great <laughs> from like yes. the, tr- the train heist yes. and stuff yes yeah there's some good stuff in there that that mix of future and western is is fun um and isn't done that often yeah i i, I think leaning into that sea of thieves multiplayer thing where you do have like okay one person's steering one person's on guns um you know one person's whatever else uh, taking care of borders and stuff with with you know close combat, I I don't know if you bring in the PvP stuff or not. Maybe keep it more that it's a co-op kind of story then with the procedural storylets. But I mean, it could be a co-op story, or there could literally be an, only a number of smuggling jobs out there, and it's whoever gets there first. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I mean the PvP stuff like Sea of Thieves. It then makes sense in world, and so is is you know hopefully a bit less annoying, particularly if you instance it in the same way that they do, where you've got you know you know there's a few other real people out there that you might come up against, but it's yeah. also very fun if you don't and you just you know are attempting the missions as a team. Yeah, cool. I I mean, I feel like we've only laid out the very bare bones structure of it, but it. It just feels like you can imagine exactly how it would come together and how cool that would be. <laughs> yeah, going between the different planets. Because uh, if, if, correct me if I'm wrong, the entire, like, universe of, of Firefly. Yeah, the, the I think Firefly, it's one solar it's system, one, isn't it? One solar system, yeah. Yeah, just with a lot of, a a lot lot of planets. Because they had, yeah, the outer, the, the outer, um, was it the outer rim? Is that, no, they called it something else. Yeah. Whatever it was. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. It's it's all just flying between planets, and so it's not massive long trips. It's yeah, just getting around between them and then coming down and coming down, landing and doing your stuff on yeah on the planetoids. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whether whether you do it like you do in No Man's Sky, where you do fly fly on down, or whether you know just when you when you arrive there, it's like. Everything's on it sort of happens out outside of your your purview and you arrive sort of mm. thing because unlike you know a sea of thieves where you can get out at any time and all that sort of stuff you kind of don't have that in space no no you can't just get out of the ship um yeah for sure 
I mean, unless you can and you just, like, everyone's got boosters and some sort of air supply. Because it could be fun throwing people off of ships if you get ported <laughs> or something. <laughs> they have to try to get back. Uh, you, you chuck them into the airlock and then, you know, set the, set the, um, yeah. set the, ship, the ship adrift. <laughs> that's it. You've got a storylet that's basically among us where there's- you don't know if the ding, people ding. are actually your team members <laughs> or not. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I love that. All right. Um, I think uh, with that- Yeah, I think maybe we're, that brings we're us to the end of today. Yeah. Um, so, thank you for joining us. If you'd like to find our previous episodes, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. They're all up there. Mm-hmm. Shoot us a review. Yeah. And uh, let us know uh, what your favorite episode of Firefly was. Yeah. And if you say the train heist, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs>